0: Welcome to Spring Ridge Church Podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor, Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like to some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you, enjoy the podcast. Hello, and I have a question for you today. Which Jesus do you believe in? So I want to start out by saying almost every American child as small children believe in Santa Claus. They believe that he lives at the North Pole, and he is surrounded by countless elves who year-long make toys for the good little boys and girls. They believe that until one day they figure out that all the toys they get come from their mother and dad they may choose to continue to play along because it's a fun fantasy but at some point you grow up and realize you know what Santa Claus is not real so I I, I learned something the other day I was in a neighborhood just 30 minutes from my house and there is a man uh, that looks like Santa Claus he drives around the golf course he's got the full head of white hair the full white beard and uh, he is in character almost year-round as Santa Claus. If you live in the Jackson, Mississippi area, and you want to kind of uh, hide out, and do, do, a, do a surveillance with your children to see Santa Claus, what he does during the summertime, Santa Claus, at least this Santa Claus, drives around in a golf court, and I think he plays golf. And that might be entertaining. So we we know that that's a fantasy. Parents tell their children, much like Elf on a Shelf. And children like to believe what their parents tell them, especially fantastical things like that. But But here's the question I have for you. It's not Santa Claus, but it's Jesus. Which Jesus do you believe in? Jesus warned us throughout his ministry Beware of false prophets. Uh, You know, even in modern times, there was a man by the name of Jim Jones who led his followers to South America. And they believed him. And they literally drank the Kool-Aid. There were a group of people who lived in Waco, Texas. And they were followers of David Koresh, who was said to be a Messiah or a Christ, and he and his followers perished in a burning inferno. I would say to you that we would do well to beware, as Jesus said, beware of false Christ. Jesus said this, He that believeth on me as the scripture hath said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Now I want you to catch what Jesus says, whoever believes in me, comma, as the scripture has said, comma, out of his heart, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. King James Version is uh, 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 belly, Uh, this version is heart jesus said if you believe in him it must be within the context as the scripture has said those people that drank the kool-aid those who perished in the fire and even today there are false christ in the world and many sincere people believe with all their heart how much do they believe they believe so deeply that they drink the kool-aid they believe so deeply that they die in the fire. And I think it is important for us to understand that our judgment must be bound and rooted and grounded in the Word of God, not in what a preacher or teacher, a parent or a sibling or a politician or religious leader tells us is true. We must recognize that we need to study study for ourselves, read for ourselves. That I believe that everything that I say as a, as a pastor and a, a teacher of scripture, it is incumbent upon those that hear me to judge what I say. Is this within the confines of scripture or is this off base? And I think the challenge today is many people don't understand the proper context of a fact checker when it comes to truth. Today we live in a very uh, partisan world and, and people want to have their own facts. And, and we have learned that many people today that consider themselves fact checkers, they are just simply a part of the larger narrative. And they will release fact checkers, fact checks. And what they're doing, they're not actually judging truth. They are promoting a particular political agenda and we've reached a point where the fact-checkers need a fact-checker. Well, I think that in many ways in the religious world today, we live in a day where we need to exercise some some personal responsibility and some earnest sincerity to to the fact Jesus said, beware of false Christ, false prophets, Jesus' hand-chosen disciples uh, warned us of false prophets, false teachers, false Christ, false doctrine. It, it's over and over and over again. I know that today in modern Christianity, there's little warning. There's there's little, uh, 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 very little yielding or whoa or hey, slow down. Check this out. Discern. Uh, and many times the the warnings are towards those that would say, hey, read your Bible. Hey, you need to pray. Hey, you don't need to do everything you wanna do. And, and there are people in the religious world who try to throw shade on those who would try to shine the light into the depth of the doctrinal, um, uh, what's the word, uh, the realities of what is being taught Scripture says, let God be true and every man a liar. If you look at the, at the life of Jesus, Jesus over and over in the gospels, and even you find it in the epistles, this was done that scripture might be fulfilled. There are over 350 messianic promises, prophecies concerning Jesus that Jesus fulfilled almost almost one for every day you live. There is a promise in the Old Testament that Jesus fulfilled in the New Testament. The Bible says he did this, that scripture might be fulfilled. And I would say to you, Jesus didn't have a list, I need to check this off. Jesus was the embodiment of what the spirit of prophecy said, hey, this is who Jesus is gonna be. This is what Jesus is gonna do. And this is how you're gonna know who the Messiah is because he's gonna do this. And Jesus rode on that uh, beast of prophecy and he fulfilled it all the way down to the day he rode on a colt through the gates of Jerusalem and the people rose up and laid palm branches in his path. He was the Messiah. And just as he rode in as a Messianic figure in Jerusalem, he died as a Messianic Savior on a cross just outside the gates. And so I think it's important for us today that we ensure the fact that our faith is not something based in what someone told us. Because what some people believe about Jesus is as fantastical and erroneous as believing that Santa Claus lives in Pearl and plays golf in the summer. <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. You know, there are people today that believe sincerely because they've been taught that Jesus is the brother of Lucifer. They believe that Jesus is, in fact, Michael the Archangel at and, and, and they, they have a very convoluted, scriptural pattern they draw out. And they reject that Jesus is in fact God. They, they reject the things Jesus says of himself. And, and so we have to be careful that Jesus warned us, beware of false prophets, beware of false teachers, beware, there are doctrines, things that people believe about Jesus about the soul and salvation, about eternal uh, damnation and eternal uh, uh, heaven. Uh, uh, People believe all kinds of stuff that you couldn't find it in your Bible if there was a Google search engine. Oh, there is, isn't there? And you won't find it. You could go back and find an actual book called Cruden's Concordance which how people used to study the Bible was books and cross references. Now you just, you pull up a Bible app and you can search, you can Google it, you can duck, duck, go it, you you can find every search engine available. You won't find a lot, a lot of things that people are taught in Christianity, it's not in the Bible. And somebody would say, well, why was I taught this? Why was I never taught this? When you open your Bible, I don't know how many times I've had a Bible study with someone, and we've been talking about the subject of baptism or repentance or then filling of the Holy Ghost or living a righteous life or a faith and obedience, and and I've had I've had deacons at churches, I've had I've had uh, adult Sunday school teachers, I have had pastors say to me, I, I have never heard anybody teach this, and I will look at them and I'll say but it is in your bible and they'll look down and say yeah yeah it's it's there and so i think it's important for us to recognize hey 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 maybe we have some personal responsibility to take our soul salvation serious serious enough not just simply to read the bible as us as a make me feel good as just just reading psalms 23 and psalms uh 91 and and, and John 3.16, and, uh, and just just picking out our little favorite bumper stickers, and oblivious to the fact that we could be blinded, not just uh, blinded to to the point of delusion, but blinded to the point of, of ignorance of what is available to us. What does the, the Bible say? What did Jesus say? Jesus said, he that believes on me, as the Scripture says, out of his heart, out of his belly, shall flow rivers of living water. And I think the reason why many believers today don't experience the overflowing spiritual reality that they read about in scripture and witness in other people's lives is because the Jesus they believe in, in so many ways, is like Santa Claus playing golf in the summertime in Pearl, Mississippi. Sadly, many people, they have drank the Kool-Aid. They are living in a house built for the fire because they sincerely believe what someone told them without exercising discernment and also a sense of duty to them own selves. Uh, 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 Peter wrapped up his message the first time the baptism of the Holy Spirit was poured out. They asked him, men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter stood up in Acts 2. He said, repent of your sins. Be baptized in Jesus' name. be Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is unto you. And then, then, then the writer, Luke, summarized the rest of his message. And the rest of his message was, save yourself from this crooked, this perverse generation. And if it was true then, If the generation was crooked and perverse and there needed to be some personal responsibility exercised by the believer, I would say today, if there ever was a day that you take serious your soul salvation, it's today. Save yourself. And here's the thing, the Jews, it was the religious Jews by and large missed Jesus. Why? Because they didn't really know what the Bible said. They were so deluded by their tradition. Jesus said of them, they make the word of God void because of the tradition they had received. So so, so the word of God gives you glasses, but tradition gives you blinders. And a lot of people, they have been so indoctrinated by their tradition that they are ignorant of Scripture. Uh, the Bible says that of Moses that when he read the law he read it through a veil. And, and that the Jews that, that didn't see Jesus, they, 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 they saw the world through a veil. And I think a lot of religious people, they're sincere but they read the Word of God. They, 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 they see God through a veil. And so they may read the Bible, but they, it's, it's like they have a tent in their glasses. They have a, a decoder of sorts that's really of an encoder of sorts. And so they read the Bible and they see what they believe rather than reading to see what they need to believe. It's not it's 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 important to believe in Jesus, but it's more important to believe Jesus. Because A lot of people believe in Jesus, but they don't even know the Jesus of the Bible because they haven't investigated it for themselves. The Bible says, broad is the way. Uh, Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, but narrow is the gate. Straight is the way that leadeth to life, and few there be that, that find it. I would say to you, if you're not searching, you're not finding. If you're not asking, you're not receiving. If you're not knocking, the door will not be opened. I I truly believe that the call of God is shaking the hearts of men, that they would take this time serious. If you look at the world stage and see what's going on in our world, I think we should be motivated, hey, Lord Jesus, give me discernment. I wanna be sure I'm right. I wanna be sure I'm ready. I wanna be sure that I know what the Word of God says. Because it's not, it is important, you can't be saved without faith. Without faith it is impossible to please God. But it's not just enough to believe in something. You need to believe, the Bible says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. A lot of people believe he is, but don't recognize how God works. You must, a biblical faith is based in an understanding of his reality and and his nature. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. James the, the, the epistle of James it's written thou believest there is one God do you believe there's one God this is what James says you're doing good but but the devils believe also and they're trembled and they tremble it's not enough to believe there is one God you must recognize we must properly position ourselves to understand that 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 my faith must be rooted and grounded in the Word of God. The Bible says that the church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That's the New and the Old Testament, the apostles and the prophets, the New and the Old Testament, apostles and prophets, New and Old Testament. The church is built upon the apostles and the prophets. It's not built on Luther and Calvin. It's not built on Nicaea and and, and Chalcedon. It's not built on the Pope and... and, and uh, Uh, the the Westminster Confession. The church is built upon the apostles and the prophets, the Old and the New Testament. Jesus is is the cornerstone. The church is not built on tradition. Many people in the days of Jesus, and I sadly believe many people in the days of today and since today to the days of Jesus, they will be lost because of tradition, because their church is built upon the... Uh, uh, on 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 Luther and Calvin and Council and Catholic, but that's not the church Jesus built. Jesus built the church up on the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, and and as Jesus said, he that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. So let me ask you, are you experiencing overflowing? life and, and and dynamic of living in Christ Jesus if not there's two things either what you believe about Jesus isn't accurate or what what you believe about Jesus isn't being uh pursued isn't being lived isn't being uh integrated into your being because the word of god it tells us the Bible says he hath given to us, all things that pertain to life and godliness. The Scripture says, "The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and and joy." Scripture says, uh, "Unspeakable joy, unspeakable joy." And, and and I say to you, that God has more for us. And a lot of times, the thing that is hindering most sincere people is is their inability or unawareness that the Word of God. Is the only, the only pattern, the only rule, the only way towards understanding and knowing what is true. I encourage you, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, uh, subscribe to our channel, uh, uh, like this video, comment. If you're watching on Facebook, I encourage you to comment, tell us where you're watching this from. Uh, I encourage you to uh, share this video. Help us spread the word. Help us uh, expand the conversation. Help us uh, uh, intrigue the minds of the sincere to be challenged. It's not enough to drink the Kool-Aid, but have you been born again of the water and the spirit? And do you know who Jesus is? Jesus is all that the scripture promised that he would be. And Jesus will do for you all that the scripture promises he will do. But you need to know the way. You need to know what Jesus said. You need to believe what Jesus said, not just believe in the concept of Jesus.